The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Victory Sunday. You got to like what we saw from the Cincinnati Bengals as they defeat the, don't call them the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders in the desert. 32-13. Now, there is a lot to digest with this game. Score not necessarily indicative of what happened, but nevertheless, the Bengals got a much-needed win. They did so on the road, and they did so against a team that is in the playoff hunt. So you have to tip your cap to them. You have to applaud them. It wasn't pretty, and we'll go over the numbers to prove that. But the Bengals took care of business. They did what they needed to do, and here we are. They're 6-4 and four right in the thick of things. And depending on what happens this evening later, uh, as we record here, what happens later this evening between the Steelers and the Chargers the Bengals right now are slated as a wild card team if the playoffs were to start today with their win. So took care of business, came out of a bye, got a win on the road. You got to like all of that as the Bengals now make a make a push to the postseason. And oh, by the way, they've got the Steelers next week. And they've got a lot of, if, if you paid attention to our shows this week, we talked about how the Bengals now have games against uh, all their remaining games essentially are in teams that are either in the playoff hunt or are currently slated to make the playoffs. So they have a tough road to hoe, so to speak, but they took care of business. And this was a big barometer game for both of these teams today. And the Bengals at least proved their worth and where they're at with a lot of, a lot of things. And Hey, after a two game losing streak, Coming back and getting a win like this, you got to feel good about things. I'm Anthony Cazenza, by the way, in case you don't know. I'm Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider. This is OBI, Orange and Black Insider, part of the Cincy Jungle Podcast Network. We're doing a little post-game show for you. Hopefully you enjoyed your Sunday slate of games. Some of you may be listening to this show currently or after the fact in Las Vegas, and hopefully you enjoyed your trip. I really tried to make that happen. Unfortunately, I just could not make it happen for a variety of reasons. 
most of which is the fact that my parents' birthdays were this weekend uh, and we celebrated them. And uh, it was a big milestone birthday for my dad. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Pops. Uh, so I had to make sure I couldn't miss that regardless. Hopefully, if you were in attendance for this game, hopefully you had a great time. Looks like Bengal Jim threw another great tailgate on the road and a lot of other familiar faces were out there. So hopefully you had a great time if you were out there. If you're new to this program, welcome. You can catch all of our live streams. What you got to do, though, is you have to subscribe to, is it on this side? It is uh, right there. You got to click that button to subscribe and the bell to be notified when we go live, when new content is available on our YouTube channel. And of course, if you prefer the audio platforms, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all of the major ones. And you can subscribe to the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel where you get our show, Orange Black Insider, as well as Orange the New Black from Ace and Zim and Coach Speak slash Chalk Talk with Coach Matt Minnick. All are on the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel, but you got to subscribe to that. And of course, if you can leave us a review, that would be awesome. Well, let's talk about this game. You know, I'm seeing some stuff, you know, Keith Lakes on Facebook saying big who day, big win. Gary Robinson, love this game. I, did you love that game? I, I, I love the last nine minutes of game time. I don't know that I love the, <laughs> the first three and a half quarters there. Uh, Tyon Brown had a great time. I guess Tyon is at the, at the game. Uh, so if so, hope you had a great time. Look, um, my, Mike Jones starting it off here saying Joe Burrow looked bad. Yes and no. And we'll talk about that in just a second. Here's the thing. And there are legitimate concerns. The, Bengal, the Bengals are six and four. There are legitimate concerns as to what they, who they currently are, what they do best, and really some inconsistencies on both the offensive side of the ball, primarily the offensive side of the ball, but also the defense, because in that two game losing streak that they had here right before the bye, the defense wasn't playing all that great, played a lot better today. And they did so against a, a Las Vegas team. That's got quite a few weapons, despite all of the off field things and uh, players they've had to get rid of and all kinds of stuff. But man, um, I, I don't I don't know that we truly know. I don't know that the Bengals truly know what their identity is. They do. They just seem to do just enough. And I feel like the Indianapolis Colts and what they do, I haven't watched a ton of Colts football. When I look at the record, when I see kind of what they're doing, it feels it feels similar. Um, it feels very, very similar in terms of the teams doing enough just enough to get by and to win games. And this in this contest, it took immense special teams play, particularly by the rookie kicker. We'll talk about that. But it also took timely plays by the offense and a lot of stops by the defense. And so we talk about this complementary football aspect where one aspect of the team, one phase of the team does something well, the other phase picks it up and does something well right after that or subsequent to a specific play. Or sometimes when a phase of the team is not performing well, the other phases perform well. And I think the latter kind of speaks to what we saw today with the Cincinnati Bengals. It wasn't pretty. Offense wasn't doing much until they started gaining control of things on the ground. I felt like this was, and I said this on Twitter for those who follow me at CJ Anthony CUI, 
I feel like this was, I, I said it may have been the best game we have seen from Joe Mixon. I, I believe that, but I also, maybe it's just a personal favorite game because there were a lot of lost yards. I mean, I think the game had nine or 10 plays at least of lost yardage for the Bengals, negative yard plays for the Bengals, a lot of which were in the run game. However, Joe Mixon just kept churning kept working hard and really, really was grinding for tough yards, a lot of yards after contact. And there were a couple of big plays and he, he you know, he, he made it happen. He made it happen. And uh, you know, when, when Joe Burrow and the passing offense wasn't clicking, the deep ball still has not been regained in terms of its form from earlier in the year. You know, Joe Mixon was reliable. The defense was reliable, which we cannot say over the past couple of weeks, the same thing. And of course, um, the, the rookie kicker really, really came through. Let's let's talk about some of these things and get to the tail of the tape, as they say, going to the box score from ESPN.com. I like this one. I, I, like, I like others too, but um, going to ESPN.com. For the box score here, uh, here you go right here. Burrow, 20 of 29, 148 yards. Uh, did have the lost fumble, and it's funny because, I guess not funny, but uh, I, I said during the week that, you know, one of the things that Burrow has really cleaned up on this year is taking care of the football from a fumble aspect in the pocket in uh, amid pressure, and uh, that came back to bite him right away. Uh, in a lot of different regards. So, um, you know, uh, he lost a fumble on a hit or first possession, and then obviously cleaned things up from there, but did have another lost fumble, another one, a third one that occurred, but that was called back because of penalties. Um, so at any rate, not the best day from Joe Burrow overall, did not throw an interception. One of the things he really wanted to clean up, only 5.1 yards per completion. Yikes. Did take three sacks, multiple hits, one of which was well after the whistle from Yannick and Gawkway. Not a like super physical or huge hit, but one where you say, man, that was just kind of cheap, man. I mean, I, extended both arms well after the play and just, I don't know. Uh, I, I did not like that play. Still had a 92.3 rating, did burrow one touchdown. Um, so, you know, again, just not the usual Joe Burrow day, but here, when we talk about what Joe Mixon did, when we talk about what the defense did and the other aspect of it, when I was mentioning complimentary football earlier, the Bengals offense and Joe Burrow clicked and got a touchdown drive absolutely when they needed to towards the end of the game. And it was, a, it was, they were clinging to a three point lead. The defense had just made a big stop and a number of them, and they needed to score and they needed to score a touchdown to start to put put this thing out of reach. And lo and behold, they did it. Burrow threw a nice ball to chase in the back corner of the end zone. Uh, and, and the rest is kind of history. By the way, that on that drive, the biggest play of that drive was the challenge and, and could have been one of the biggest plays of the game. You could argue the challenge by Zach Taylor challenging the 12 men on the field, no call initially. And then they go back and they call a timeout. It turns into a challenge. They challenge, they win the challenge. So they get back their timeout. And instead of a second and six, 
They get a first and five. And then, oh, by the way, that first and five becomes a third and one. And they get the first down to eventually score the touchdown by a half yard via a run by Samaj P. Ryan. Again, that one yard, that extra down, that made all the difference in this game. And then obviously things avalanched on the Raiders from there. So a pivotal point in in the challenge. And, and when we go back and, you know, we talked about the Jets game and the no call there and all that on Mike, or the, excuse me, the call on Mike Hilton, rather. You know, we, we talked about how that was a pivotal really point in this season for the Bengals. And now you, you look at this specific call and challenge went the Bengals way. And it really was a pivotal point for the Bengals in this one. Again, Joe Burrow, 20 of 29, 148, 5.1 yards per pass. Uh, one touchdown, zero interceptions did take three sacks for almost 20 yards there. And one of those sacks was really precarious early in the game because that pushed them nearly out of field goal range. It forced Evan McPherson to kick a, a career long, albeit a short career, but a career long for him on what would be an NFL tying record type of day for McPherson. Um, and, and so at any rate, taking the sack, et cetera, not great, but there you go. You look at the rushing game again, only a long of 20 yards for Joe Mixon, but still a handful of plays that were chunk yardage and just gritty, gritty play by the running back. Just gritty. Uh, 30 carries, 123 yards, 4.1 yards per carry, two touchdowns. Just really, and that is how the Bengals are going to win games late in this season, quite honestly. Yes, they will win. On Joe Burrow's arm, they will win with Joe Burrow's football IQ. They will win with his accuracy, but they will win with a semblance of balance and with Joe Mixon being able to carry and grind out tough yards in tough games against AFC North opponents. That is how you're going to get to the postseason and, and a little bit through the postseason. You're going to need heady quarterback play. You're going to need stable defense. You're going to need all of that. But getting these types of performances when things aren't working in the passing game in the run game is critical. Tyler Boyd had a 14-yard carry, one carry, 14 yards. Uh, Burrow had a couple of first downs on three runs, three runs for 11 yards. Jamar Chase, two carries, eight yards. Uh, I mean, he had a long of 10. <laughs> so go figure that out. Do the math. Two carries, eight yards with a long run of 10. Uh, okay. Samaj P. Ryan, just two carries, three yards. Did have the big first down late, though. Um, but still, we're talking about one and a half yards per carry from him. The receivers, I mean, not much to write home about today, folks. Boyd, your leading receiver with six catches on eight targets, 49 yards. Chase, three catches on six targets, 32 yards. Did have the touchdown late. Uh, Pirine, three catches, 18 yards. Higgins, two catches, 15 yards. Just not a lot in the passing game. Not a lot in the passing game. Mike Thomas, a huge first down catch, one catch, 12 yards. Uh, Morgan kind of had a, a fun play for just three yards and a hell of a block on one of Joe Mixon's touchdown runs there. Um, so a lot, this was just a workman, like just tough game where players were doing dirty work. They were doing the little things and they did it well. Drew sample one catch three yards. He was a guy that was seen blocking quite a bit on this team. So or in this game, so uh, Sam Hubbard, a recovered fumble at the end of the game there. He had a heck of a ball game, five total tackles, a sack, 
two tackles for loss. And uh, just, uh, again, the, the additional tackle for loss aside from the sack was a huge one. So a big game from him, Von Bell, six total tackles. Awuzie, a couple of nice plays in the secondary. <clears throat> Jesse Bates, a really nice play. Uh, I don't think they credited him for a tackle for loss there, but the one on third down, wow. And in, in run support, it was kind of a gadget play there. Great, great play by Bates. Uh, Pratt had a couple of nice moments. Um, Eli Apple with the interception late, the clincher, that was awesome. Hendrickson left the game briefly with an injury, but did have a sack, came back. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he was the one who forced the fumble at the end there. So, uh, you know, uh, just uh, just enough. Just enough is kind of what what the uh, <laughs> what the doctor ordered, and we cannot talk about this game without talking about the kicking of Evan McPherson. Four of four on field goals, did miss an extra point, his first missed extra point of the season, but fourteen total points, three it, it ties an NFL record. Three of his four kicks were from over fifty yards, and we're talking. 53, 54. This is why you drafted the kid. This is why you drafted the kid, for sure. Uh, To make these kinds of kicks, to be able to kick 50-plus yarders with consistency. And that had he missed even one of them, we don't even know if we're talking about the same result. But the fact that he drilled all three was huge. Absolutely huge for the team. Um, the, the extra point made it a little precarious at the end. there, making it a nine point lead at the time instead of 10, but uh, didn't end up making a difference as he had 14 points for the Bengals there. Just a huge weapon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And let's go back to the Raiders side of things. When he wasn't targeting Darren Waller, Derek Carr was largely awful. Uh, and, when, and when he did target a tight end or, you know, Darren Waller or Foster Moreau, he was excellent. 19 of 27, 215 yards, a touchdown, the late interception to Apple. Did have two sacks from Hubbard and Hendrickson, as I mentioned. Did have a 90.8 quarterback rating, so check that out. Josh Jacobs, not too big of a factor. Nine carries, 37 yards. Had a couple of – his 18-yard run was insane. Um, Had a couple of nice runs, but they just didn't really have the ball very much, and they didn't really have an ability to get consistency on the ground. Kenyon Drake, five carries, 23 yards. Hunter Hunter Renfro, I mean, just kind of a lot of – Eh. They tried to get the ball in the receiver's hands on run plays. You see three carries to different running uh, wide receivers, rather Hunter Renfro, Deshaun Jackson, Brian Edwards, all having a carry. Um, you see, look at the game by Darren, Darren Waller, 
seven catches, 116 yards. And then you look at the rest, uh, Hunter Renfro, not a factor, four carries, 30, uh, four catches, 30 yards. Uh, Josh Jacobs did have five catches. And then you've got Foster Moreau, the other tight end, having one catch for 19 yards, a great catch in the end zone over Logan Wilson, covering him for a touchdown there. So really it was the Darren Waller show on offense. And that was about it. Um, the the uh, Raiders forced a fumble, um, and they they did recover one. Uh, they forced another one, rather, on on Darius Phillips as well, but uh, that went out of bounds. So they they recovered one after forcing two. Perriman had a had a heck of a game there. Two tackles for loss, two passes defended, twelve total tackles. Uh, Jonathan Abram, the safety, twelve total tackles. Uh, so I mean, they were just. I credit this defense. They played a lot better. Uh, Las Vegas's defense. They played a lot better than I thought they would have. I knew Gawkway and Crosby would uh, give the Bengals some fits, and they did. Particularly in Gawkway, Crosby was a little quiet. But uh, you see here in Gawkway, here he is three three total tackles and a sack. Uh, Max Crosby three total tackles and one tackle for loss, but no no sacks from him. Uh, you see the sack by Solomon Thomas, Quentin Jefferson. Um, so uh, there are some plays that were out there. This defense played a lot better than I thought it would. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that I believe that this game was really as big of a blowout as this score indicates, but still, um, you know, solid, solid win by the Bengals. You see their kicker was also solid two of two on field goals one of one on extra points. So that's a little bit of the individual stats here. We're going to get to um, some team stats. I'll pull this up for you here. Really, it's it was about the Bengals just hogging the football for the better part of the afternoon. 23 first downs to 13 um, in terms of the in favor of the Bengals. 10 passing first downs to eight. 10 rushing first downs. To, to five and then this is the biggie two first downs from penalties three for the Bengals zero zero for the Raiders a a very very efficient uh and clean game by the Bengals uh you look at the third down and efficiency eight of 16 by the Bengals one of seven by the Raiders eight of 16 that's about 12 percent better than the Bengals have been averaging on third down this year so they were a little better on third down on offense and they were quite a bit better on third down on defense so go go figure there 70 total plays to 47 70 288 total yards though so those 70 plays were just not netting much um I mean you look at the total yards uh, the Raiders had God, uh, 23 less plays and only 10 less yards. Uh, Raiders did have one more drive yards per play. Look at that. 5.9 for the Raiders, 4.1 for the Bengals. So, you know, some of that is a little lopsided. You see here, look at the rushing yards, 159 for the Bengals, 72 for the Raiders. That kind of also is a tail of the tape. And then, of course, you go down here, one at one penalty for five yards for the Bengals, seven penalties for 77 yards for the Raiders. And then of course, time of possession, 37, 20, 37 minutes and 20 seconds for the Bengals, 22 minutes, 40 seconds for the Raiders. Oof. So they just hogged the football. Quite honestly, they just hogged the football and uh, wasn't always incredibly efficient on offense, but they, 
did what they needed to do. And, uh, hey, I, I mean, it, it, it was ugly at times. It wasn't pretty, but the Bengals did a lot of what they needed to do to get this win. And you have to, you have to applaud kind of the little things in this game, sticking to the run game, even though it was, it, it was feast or famine, a lot of big plays and a lot of negative plays. They stuck with it and it ended up working out very, very well for, for the, for the Bengals. I see Roy here giving us a nice update. Chargers 14, Pittsburgh 10. Thank you, Roy. Can't really have my eye on that when I'm when I'm doing the show, but I appreciate the update. Um, you know, you, you just you go you go through those numbers and you you kind of see exactly what happened there. And um, again, applaud Joe Mixon. I applaud Zach Taylor on the challenge late in the game. And there were a couple of creative play, a, a, a fake flea flicker. I don't know that I've ever seen that where the running back pretended to pitch it back and then they ended up running that would have been a long play for mixing there had the turf held up by the way that's another topic for god the grass was just terrible in this game um but at any rate uh the Bengals just doing the little things well just played keep away with the ball the the defense coming up huge on third downs and quite honestly las vegas had a couple of fourth and shorts fourth and ones and opted not to go for it and so they punted the ball away and the Bengals either kicked a long field goal or held the ball for a while. And that was kind of that. Uh, and, and we knew that this wasn't going to be an easy game. The Raiders are a good team, despite some of their deficiencies, despite some of the issues off the field that they've experienced over the past couple of weeks and months, but Bengals took care of business and you, you gotta be, you have to be pleased about that. If you are a Bengals fan, let's, show you a couple of other pictures and a little quick update before we hop on out of here. This is from friend of the show, Lindsay Patterson, who is with all Bengals. What a, what a great picture that is with Chase Higgins and Ocho uh, hanging out after the game, celebrating the win. You got to like that. Love that picture there. Um, so go check that out. That's on Ocho. That's uh, from Lindsay Patterson. It's also on Ocho's social media there. And then, of course, if you check out this one, I really like this, courtesy of Willie Lutz. This was this picture is awesome. Um, they're the tandem gritty right there, right? Uh, they're just Chase scored the touchdown just to, to ice the thing. And you've got Mixon doing it with him. You got Higgins doing it with him. Just a, a, a cool celebration. And of course, the caption from Willie talking about uh, you know, the Bengals are at six and four and six seed in the playoff picture. So you gotta like that. I, I, I love seeing that kind of stuff there. And it, it just goes to show you not the prettiest day from any of those players. Mixon of course shined in the stat column a bit more, but it still wasn't a pretty day in terms of running the football. Not a, not a pretty day for Jamar chase necessarily did get in the end zone. Not a pretty day from T Higgins, but just enough, just enough, just enough. So uh that that's kind of the the theme of things we got one little piece of news here this is um from cincyjungle.com and i'll put this in the live chat here darius phillips did suffer an injury in the game so that's something we need to monitor here but uh uh you know he he I think he got hit pretty hard there um, after, after being, Oh no, that wasn't on after the return. That was on kick coverage. That's right. So um, that's something to note there. Uh, the update is uh, he, he did finish the game, but um, we'll see what happens next week there. But uh, that, 
was one of the injuries. We did see Joe Burrow get rolled up on by Max Crosby late in a pile, kind of limped off the field with that surgically repaired knee. That was very scary. And then you had Trey Hendrickson kind of coming off the field later. He also returned in the game. So all in all, it appears, despite some of these injuries, it appears the Bengals ended up coming out of this one pretty clean, which has really been also a big key to their their success this year. Um, just finally staying healthy, finally staying healthy. And uh, that hasn't been the case in the past couple of years with Zach Taylor here is now granted, this is going to change. I think this is updated. Let's uh, let's get this going for you here. Um, here we go. This is the playoff picture and I will reshare this here. One second. Um, and this is likely to change after tonight and maybe even after tomorrow as well. But this is the AFC on the left, the NFC on the right. Cardinals get a big win, go to nine and two. Titans lose to the Texans. Whoa. They are still first seed. Ravens pull one. Pull one out of thin air. I'll, I'll be PG about it. They pulled one out of thin air and they get to seven and three. Tyler Huntley gets the start. Barely get past the Bears in Chicago. Uh, you were hoping for a little help from Baltimore there. You've got the Packers as the two seed on the NFC. The Patriots with their win on Thursday night gets them to seven and four. Wow. Cowboys lose to the Chiefs. That does not help the Bengals either. Uh, they are seven and three. And in the in the three seed, the Chiefs are the four seed at seven and four. Buccaneers six and three on a uh oh no, I'm sorry. They uh they face the Giants this week. Uh, so we, we'll see what happens there. You've got the Steelers who are currently playing. We'll see what happens against Los Angeles. They are currently as the five seed. The Bengals have bumped up two spots to the number six seed with the win over the Raiders. You've got the Rams at five, the Vikings at six. Big win for them against the Packers there. Uh, man, go look. In, I know it doesn't really matter in terms of the Bengals and AFC playoff seedings. Go look at the Vikings schedule and what they've had to endure this year. I believe three overtime games, two of which they have lost, and a slew of one-possession games, most of which have not gone their way. So they are now starting to get on the right side of things. They are 5-5 five and five and in the thick of the NFC playoff picture there. You've got the Bills as the number seven seed at 6-4, and four, and the Saints as the seventh seed in the NFC. And then, of course, what happens with the Chargers? We'll see the Colts somehow are six and five. I mentioned them earlier. They are just putting it together and uh, winning. Game. I think they had, what were they? Three and five not long ago. I mean, they were, they were in trouble. And now all of a sudden they're six and five. So uh, the Browns barely beat Detroit 13 to 10 at home. Just a ugly, ugly game there. Um, and the Lions, they can't get a win to save their lives, but they are really, really trying. And man, they are talent deficient on that roster. Uh, and then the Raiders fall down to 11. And then, of course, you've got the Niners, the Eagles, the Panthers, and Washington on the NFC side. So if you look, just to recap, the Bengals beat the Raiders, who were up there in the hunt. Uh, obviously, the loss pushes them down a bit, but they were in the hunt. Okay, They've got the Niners later this season. They are right outside looking in in the playoffs. They've got the Browns in Cleveland later this season. That's a big one right outside the playoff bracket looking in the chargers right outside the playoff bracket looking in that's another game they've got another one against the steelers they've got the chiefs they've got the ravens 
I mean, and then of course you look down here, they've got the Broncos who are still in the, in a, the bit of the playoff chase there. I mean, they've got a lot of teams again, Broncos, they just beat the Raiders. So Broncos, Browns, Chargers, Niners, right outside the playoffs looking in. Then you've got the Steelers, the Chiefs, the Ravens. I mean, competitive schedule coming up for the Bengals. And this is why this win was important. The, the Raiders may not end up making the playoffs, but winning a game like this on the road definitely, definitely tells you what this team is about. And, um, that they'll, that they'll be in it close to the end there, I think, unless there's a big slide. But this this was a barometer game for both game, both teams, and uh, the Bengals showed up for sure, for sure. I'm Anthony Cazenza, and this has been the Orange and Black Insider Week 11 postgame show. I hope you've had some fun hanging out with us, talking about the Bengals, going through the stats, the sights, the sounds, et cetera, from the Bengals' 32-13 to 13 win over the Las Vegas Raiders. Hopefully if you made it out to that game, you had a good time and you had a good time on my behalf because I wanted to be there, but I, I sadly did not get there, but regardless, hopefully you had a good time. This show as always is brought to you by symbol S I M B U L L and the website S I M B U L L.com slash OBI. Go check it out. Symbol is where you can buy, sell, trade, Shares of stock in teams like it is the stock market. You got to go check out Symbol. If you play fantasy football, if you play survival football, you got to check out symbol.com backslash OBI. And not only is it a way for you to potentially make money and make money on teams in which you are passionate about, but it is also for those who are tentative to try out this new product or what have you, they've got a special promotion for our listeners using the promo code OBI, wherein they cover up to $500 of an initial deposit and whatever you use that $500 for, they will cover that for 90 days. So if you get in there and in the first three months, you're not liking what's going on, you're losing money, which is unlikely based on how confident they are in their product and all kinds of things. That's how confident they are. You can go and recoup your money up to $500 with symbol upon signing up. You got to use the promo code OBI and you got to go to symbol.com slash OBI and you can go take advantage. We appreciate our partnership with them for sure. And I appreciate all of you. Some of you are up a little late on the East Coast. Some of you on the West Coast like myself, it's right around dinner time, but I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate your support of this program. Keep it to cincyjungle.com for all your news, opinions, analysis, all that stuff. And of course, you can get all of our podcast content, whether it's from the Orange and Black Insider, Orange is the New Black, Coach Speak and Chalk Talk. It's on the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel. You got to subscribe on your favorite audio streamer, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, any of the major ones. And of course, you can, if you like the video format and you like the visuals, the pretty visuals I put up for all of you, you can uh, check out our YouTube channel. But at any rate, thanks everybody. Appreciate you tuning in. We will see you this week for our Happening Headlines. We've got a special pre-Thanksgiving episode where Tim McGee, former Bengals wide receiver, is set to join us. Really looking forward to that. And, of course, we've got more all on CincyJungle.com and on the podcast channel. Check it out. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy the rest of the football games that are left. Go Chargers.
we'll see we'll see what happens but uh take it easy everybody